60s. What color was that haze? The two young blues music enthusiasts first met in front of the Sherwood Lanes Pool Hall in Hamilton, Ontario. That's right, Hamilton, Ontario, folks. You don't get any more blues than Hamilton, Ontario. For guitarist T.G. Gibbons and bassist Swampy Joe, wow, have no idea. It looks like Klein Filter. Did I say that right? Klein Filter, okay. It was to be the auspicious start of a long-time musical collaboration. And their latest release, Swamp Tooth Comb, that's the new CD release for TG and the Swamp Busters, and we are featuring a track right now, right now, when I'm talking like that. All of a sudden, I, I get all hillbilly when this kind of music comes on. I don't know what's wrong with me. Mr. Gibbons, thank you for joining us here on the Drew Marshall Show. Why is that mic not working now all of a sudden? Wait, wait, you know what? Every stinking show, there's some weird thing. Tim, do you ever have technical problems on at shows? Ever? Does that ever happen? Oh well, you know it, it does happen now and then, but you just uh, you roll, roll with it. Roll and, with it. Uh, That's what duct tape was invented there for. You go. <laughs> it's like, hey, do you ever have problems with your children? Yeah, you just roll with it. That's why duct tape was invented. <laughs> so, growed up in the steel town, did you? Yeah, yeah, I grew up in the steel town and uh, lived there all my life, and um, you know, love the town, love the people, my friends there, and. Uh, Get down to Oakville now and then to play a little bit. 
What's your uh, what's been your favorite? You know, wow! I can't believe I'm playing this gig. Like you're just on stage and you're just like, wow! This is awesome. Well, one time I was in um, Los Angeles for a while and I did an in store with Emmylou Harris and Daniel Lamois, and that was pretty good. Nice. Wow. Oh. That's yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Did you take some pictures? I hope. Well, people were taking pictures. I was playing, you were playing. so I couldn't do that. Yeah. But, uh, it was fun. The best part was after uh, we had done it, I went out into the back because I was kind of a Twitter, you know. I was oh. sort of overwhelmed by yeah. Uh, yeah. the presence of uh, Ms. Harris, and I went out to uh, in back of the studio, uh, uh, you know, to have a, a smoke and calm down. And she was out there sitting on a garbage can smoking a cigar, and... Uh, <laughs> We ended up singing for about a half hour, just the two of us out in the alley. It was so great. Wow. If only we had that on video. Yeah, really. That would have been good, man. Um, earliest first gig you can remember? Because I don't mean to like let the cat out of the bag, but you're not 20. <laughs> well, the, the earliest gig I can remember was uh, when I was a drummer. Um, I think it was about the end of grade school, and uh, we had a little band that used to... Uh, go up to the uh, happy house and entertain the patients so that was the very first game really entertain what's the happy house you mean well, like the psych farm or the you uh, know where uh, people with uh, mental disabilities right uh, live. right yeah I've been there myself there you no go. joke um, do you would you say that you grew up in a family that I mean that was the influence the musical influence oh very much so uh, nobody in the family uh, played but my father was a great collector of music and yeah? all different kinds of folk music and records is and, your father still with us oh he sure is so um, are 91 you, and going strong um, have you mentioned to him that you'd like to be in the will and get those records <laughs> well no but uh, he used to bring um, country musicians over to our house and uh they'd uh, rehearse in our living room and uh why so how would he well, i don't understand the connection what was the connection I guess he just wanted wanted his kids to be around some uh music live music and so he, they used to come by and uh play country music uh on their guitars in the living room and have a party and nice. so you know i grew up around it nice do you remember cfgm country station am cfgm is that a richmond hill i don't know if whether you'd get really it in hamilton no so were you, would you say that you're a blues, rockabilly, country guy, like a, a, a mix of these things? Sure, yeah, definitely. That's hard to pigeonhole from a producer's well, point, or from well, a label's point of view. You know, the blues, you can't, you can't exist in a vacuum, and uh, it needs to uh, have some of its uh, tributaries, you know, yeah. rockabilly, country music, soul, jazz. So I try to play a little bit of everything. Um, I want everyone to have a little listen to this guitar. This guitar looks like it's from 1832. 1956. Is it really? Listen to this thing. What is it? I don't recognize a headstock at all. <laughs> it's an old harmony guitar, I believe. Wow. How many axes would you say you have? Just the one? No, I got a couple. A couple of guitars. Do you? This one and the other one. <laughs> yeah, this one and the other one. That's a good name. You should write a song called This One and the Other One and can contrast the two guitars with the two women. You know what I'm saying? This one and the other one. I'm going to get in trouble for that. Um, uh, maybe we could do a song. Sure. What do you got? What do you Set it up for us. What are we doing? Well, uh, I'd like to... Uh... Hello out there in Radio Land. It's your old pal TG. Here's a little song uh, called um, 
It's your town tonight, Beer Belly. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful child running wild with a gun. In a time, the price of your thumb is your time. Said loving you was a full time thing. So now you're free to spread your wings and fly. Swampbuster.ca. I don't know. I feel like I got to talk like that now. Swampbuster.ca. Um, the 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 hurting thing. You know, we got to talk about that, man. The hurting thing. I mean, what? Um, you got to live it to to play it, don't you think? I mean, there seem to be a lot of posers in the country music scene in the last twenty years, and I, I that's one of the reasons I kind of gave up on country music a long time ago. Yeah. Well, I'm hurting. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There it is right there. Yeah. Um, let's just go through some uh, tiny talent time questions. Remember that? Tiny talent time? Uh, best gig you've ever seen, Tim? Best gig you have ever seen, right? You were sitting in the audience going, man, this is something. I gather, I <laughs> Gee, that's a hard one. That is a hard one. Uh, well, I remember this one night that... Uh, King Biscuit Boy was playing uh, in Hamilton, back in Hamilton, you know, and uh, that was a pretty hot gig. I really liked that one. Man. What about Johnny Cash? Come on. If Johnny was still playing, you and I would go to that gig, yes? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Whew. 
good old Johnny Cash. Who? What? Did you ever meet Stomp and Tom? By the way. Well, uh, no, but uh, some buddies of mine played in his band. Really? And uh, they hung on as long as they could, but they told me that Tom liked to stay up after the show and drink all night. No, I can't imagine that. <laughs> I can't imagine. So, uh, there was a few of them. Danny Lockwood, Steve Sinnicks, and uh, Mark LaForme were all buddy, still are all buddies of mine yeah. that uh, lived in uh, Hamilton and played in uh, Stomp and Tom's band. And uh, Mark... They call Mark LaForme the chief, and uh, he was the one who hung on the longest playing with Tom. In fact, I think he uh, played his funeral. Wow, that'd be a tough gig. What is it about Hamilton that brings... What what am I trying to say here? There's a red-haired girl. What was her name? Uh, uh, You remember that red-haired girl? She was in one of your music videos. Um... Ginger, Ginger St. James, James, right? She has got an edge to her. You have got an edge to you. What is it about the Hamilton music scene that's well, got the edge? That town is, uh, you know, it's just uh, always had that blue-collar mentality, and it's uh, there's not a lot of, um, well, my buddy put it this way. My buddy Ricky told me once, he said, if you play guitar in Toronto, you're an artist. But if you play guitar in Hamilton, you're a loser. <laughs> so, you know, you, adversity uh, makes wow. you stronger. Wow. I've, I'm using that quote from now on, man. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Okay, so the people that influenced you musically, aside from your dad spending all the records and stuff and, you know, bringing home country musicians, which, yeah. uh, who, who has influenced you, The you know, a couple of people? Well, uh, all the blues guys, you know, B.B. King and Lightning Hopkins and all that, and uh, a lot of traditional country, Hank Williams, Chuck Berry, mm. you know. The early, early stuff yeah. is, is where I like to dwell as a listener and a fan. Yeah. I'm really into that kind of thing. How long ago was it that B.B. King died? Was it two years? Has it been two years, do you think, oh, Tim? It's been longer, hasn't it? Has it really? No, I think it's only been a couple of years. He just passed. Yeah. Last yeah. year. I had the privilege of interviewing him, gee, I guess it'd be seven years ago. Uh, we went on to the tour bus, and he gave us a beautifully long interview, and wow. um, and it was, you know, I'm, you know, when you were saying you were you were sitting out there having a cigar with uh, what's her name in the alley, Emily Harris. Yeah, that's it. What's her name? <laughs> uh, well, when I was interviewing BB King, I was a little, uh, you know, it's the same thing when I interviewed James Brown. It oh, was yeah. a little. Uh, How could you not be? Yeah, crazy stuff. Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen is when he died. Yeah, me. There you go, three years, well, that'll work. Um, how about another little tune from Mr. Tim Gibbons here in the studio? What, what's the next song we think we, we may okay, uh, coax this, out this of you? This one's called She Always Ate Her Crackers in Bed. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Nope. I love this. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Tim Gibbons live on the Drew Marshall Show.
cigarettes and choose bubble gum at the same time. With me by Balula, the lickety split. Get you, choo your boogie boy. Don't you dare to quit. It drives you crazy upside your head. for y'all to go to swampbusters.ca swampbusters.ca how in the world did you come up with that name where did that come from do you remember uh, well i had to describe what the band sounds like in the music and um i wrote uh, a million different names down and i just don't know where that one came from but it was one of them and <laughs> the gig was coming and we needed the name and so we jumped on that yeah g swamp busters right right guys that are playing the blues uh, scene here in Ontario. You and I spoke earlier about a couple of them, right? So Sean Pynchon's been on the show a couple times. Nod to him for a Juno nomination. Good on you, Sean. He's been working hard and uh, earned it. And the other guy we were talking about, remember I Jack said DeKaiser. Jack DeKaiser. Man. So I've seen Jack DeKaiser play at the Orangeville uh, Blues and Jazz Festival, or Jazz and Blues. I never remember which comes first. And that guy works. I mean, he works. He does a full two-and-a-half-hour, three-hour set. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe with a break in between. But there's no banter. There's no funny business. He just song after song after song after song. That guy works. Yeah, he works hard. Any other names come to mind you think about, you know, the Ontario scene? Oh, I like Downchild, yeah. Blues Band, and uh, well, my buddy Ian Andrews and uh, and I, um, we're going to do a big blues show coming up to uh, release this uh, new CD in Hamilton. It's uh, is that t- no? That's next uh, Saturday. Saturday night. Yeah, March eighteenth. Yep, at the Bay City Music Hall, and there'll be uh, Ian Andrews, who's a great uh, blues singer, guitar player. They call him the Smoking Scoundrel. And um, also with us is going to be this great upcoming new uh, blues talent, Spencer McKenzie. Tell me about this kid. Now, Spencer just won the uh, Emerging Star Award, or a new uh, artist award, at the Maple Blues Awards this year. Wow. So it's really How great. old would he be? He's 17 or 18. I, I think, hate yeah. him. And uh, <laughs> he's a great guy, uh, great pal, and he plays like a 35-year-old veteran. Wow. So we're going to uh, get those buddies to join us at, with the band and a lot of surprise blues music guests and yeah. try and have a big, uh, great dance there at uh, the Bay City Music Hall. Sh- uh, starts at 8 o'clock, okay. Saturday night, coming up, 10 bucks at the door, and uh, 
Nice. We'll have the CD there for sale and some T-shirts and stuff. Should be a great night. Tell us about the band. Tell us about the uh, Swamp Busters. Well, you know, uh, I tell you, they are funky and self-assured. <laughs> funky and self-assured. Sure that sounds are. like a lot of the people I, uh, I, I was backpacking with. <laughs> self-assured and funky smelling. They yeah, were well, brutal. Man, I can relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a bass player. Yeah, uh, Swampy Joe Kleinfelter. Hell of a guy, great bass player, you know, a little trouble with the wine now and then. Yeah, I know. Nice guy. What do you do? What can you do? And uh, who's on the skins? Because that's something you used to play. A buddy named Patch is a drummer and a great drummer, plays blues, swings. It's fabulous fun. They'll be down there at the gig, and uh, you can meet them and get your uh, CD autographed. Beautiful. Why did you jump off the skins and onto the axe? Well, um, I still play the drums, um, but... Uh, I always wanted to play the guitar, yeah. you know, and uh, I well, guess like a lot of people, you know, uh, early Elvis movies, he, he's getting all the girls to yeah. get out that guitar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never saw the drummer hanging out with you, you know, <laughs> any of the hot ones. Yeah. Um, I uh, I have a jumbo 1976 Guild. Well, no uh, need to brag about it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me. Um, and I and I find I find that. Uh, uh, the newer guitars just don't have the resonance in them. The factory-made assembly line garbage out there. You, and have to, you have to play it for 20 or 30 years. To break it in. Get the lacquer cracked yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have a good luthier? luthier? Do you have a good guitar fixer-upper? I do. I do. There's a fellow in Hamilton uh, named Mike Spicer that uh, has a, a workshop. and he's the Just one to, into the mic. Can't hear you. Sorry. <laughs> drifting off there. He's the one that... Uh, um, that uh, restored this guitar. It okay. was a mess when I found it, and uh, he brought it right back to uh, original specs and everything. So Nice. Yeah, it was great. If you had your druthers, what's your dream axe? Do you have one? No, well, I don't know. You ever played an international <laughs> steel or anything like that? You know? uh, not really. Man, those are some nice. Have you ever seen Ken Whiteley uh, in concert? You know I know him? Ken, yeah. yeah. He's excellent. Yeah, I had a chat with him the other day. Of course, we were talking about how Hughes Room's gone down the gurgler, and they're trying to resurrect it. Hope it uh, hope it comes <laughs> back someday somehow. Maybe you could throw another song on us. Okay, this one uh, is called Ill-Gotten Gains. Ooh, that sounds like the Drew Marshall show right there. Ill-Gotten Gains. I don't wanna lose your lover. Didn't mean to blow your cover. Deep. Red wax Take me home to your mother Tell her I'm a long lost brother I know a love You see it's not you see But it's ill-gotten gains That brings you home to me I love to see you free, but it's ill-gotten gains that keeps me company.
song by Mr. Tim Gibbons here on the Drew Marshall Show. Oh my goodness. All right. Can we get you to do one more? I think I said three or four, but I don't want to, you know, I don't want to push my, push the friendship here. No worries. Yeah. One more. Okay. I, I want to ask you about, um, um, the, the, the particular sound that you have and the descriptors that go with it. We started off the interview talking about what are you? Are you blues? Are you country? Are you rockabilly? Are you, so how did you decide uh, that this was going to be the po- like you just all of a sudden you started playing music and you were this pocket or was there any intentionality did you go this is what I'm going to do this is the kind of music I'm going to play mm, no it, it, it was I didn't decide that I just grew up surrounded by country music and and heard some blues really early when I was younger and just yeah. kind of got into that kind of uh, rock and roll blues country stuff and uh, you know that's yeah. always the way I've sounded and always the way I've played right from the beginning so it, it uh i just keep you know going with what i know yeah and uh, it's worked out pretty good so far so do you remember the first blues gig you saw do you remember mm. way back when no no i can't i keep uh, having this accent when i'm talking you're not even like some redneck hillbilly dude and i'm throwing out this you know it's like when you come to canada customs and all of a sudden they they say welcome to canada in some american accent i don't get it i remember going down and seeing muddy waters 100 years ago when i was 16, I took a bus to another bus to a subway to another subway to a bus to another bus to go see Muddy Waters. And I was old enough looking that I, it was my own, it was my first pilgrimage. But man, some kind of good, you know, to see that kind of stuff. Yeah, get better than that. No. Uh, Do you ever go down to Southside Shuffle? Yeah, I've been there. And, uh, you know, Kitchener Blues Fest. I like the blues festivals. Yeah. They're great. What's the name of the guy from, um, who runs the Southside Shuffle? He's from the the group you just mentioned. One of your buddies. Oh my brain! You know what? Yeah, it's for some oh, I know it. I know it. Uh, Downchild. Downchild. What's, what's his name? Chuck Jackson. Chuck Jackson. Man, I can't get old Chuck. He's been doing that thing for a long time. Now. He's just great. Yeah, yeah. Donnie is, and all those guys. Is he really friends with Dan Aykroyd? Hey. Yeah, I think they're really close. They are not. I think Donnie, uh, the uh, guy who wrote most of the songs right. that the Blues Brothers covered. Uh, yeah. And Ackroyd or Powell. Do you think they get the free vodka? <laughs> <laughs> uh, isn't he in the wines now? Oh, yeah, vodka, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Skull uh, one. Oh, yeah, isn't yeah. that his? Yeah. Um, let's do one more tune before we say goodbye to you, okay, Mr. Well, Tim Gibbons. What are you doing? Thank you, Drew. Um, I'm going to do one called uh, The Countryside of Town. I like it. Ladies and gentlemen, again, live on The Drew Marshall Show, Mr. Tim Gibbons. Mm-hmm. 
Buddy, so appreciate you dropping in, man. Thank you so, so, so much. much. Uh, I want to remind everybody that uh, Mr. Uh, Tim Gibbons and the Swamp Busters are going to be playing March 18th at the Bay City Music Hall, 8 o'clock, 10 bucks at the door. They'll also be at the Cadillac Lounge on May 12th. A couple of gigs for you. March 18th and May 12th, uh, Tim Gibbons and uh, the Swampbusters.ca. That is the name of uh, All Things Cool right there. All Things Cool. All the folks back home. Say, come on over to your guitar. 